Section 36 of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11, by Anonymous, translated by Richard Francis Burton. Section 36. The Tenth Night of the Month. When it was eventide, the king summoned the wazir, and sought of him the story of the king and the tither. And he said, Hear, O king, the tale of the unjust king and the tither. There was once a king of the kings of the earth, who dwelt in a flourishing city, abounding in good, but he wronged its people and entreated them foully, so that he ruined the city, and he was named naught else but tyrant and oppressor. Now he was wont, when as he heard of a violent man in another land, to send after him, to lure him with lucre, to take service with him. And there was a certain tither who exceeded all other tithers in oppression of the people and foul dealing. So the king sent after him, and when he stood before him, he found him a man of mighty fine presence, and said to him, Thou hast been described to me, but I see thou surpassest the description. Sit out to me some of thy doings and sayings, so I may be dispensed therewith from inquiring into the whole of thy case. Answered the other, With all my heart know, O king, that I oppress the folk and people the land, whilst other than I ruined it and people said not. Now the king was leaning back, but presently he sat upright and said, Tell me of this. The tither replied, Tis well. I go to the man whom I purpose to tithe and cousin him, and feign to be busied with certain business so that I seclude myself therewith from the people. And meanwhile the man is squeezed with the foulest of extortion, till not of money is left him. Then I appear, and he come into me, and questions arise concerning him, and I say, Indeed, I was ordered worse than this, for someone, may Allah curse him, hath slandered him to the king. Presently I take half of his good, and return him there is publicly before the folk, and dismiss him to his house, in all honour and worship. And he gareth the money returned be carried before him, whilst he blesseth me, and all who are with him also bless me. So it's bruited abroad in the city that I have restored him to his monies, and he himself notifies the like, to the intent that he may have a claim on me, for the favour due to those who praise me. Then I seem to forget him, till the year hath passed over him. On this wise I keep half his property. Then I seem to forget him till the year hath passed over him, when I send for him and recall to him somewhat of that which hath befallen aforetime, and require of him somewhat of money in secret. Accordingly he doth this and hasteneth to his house and forward whatso I bid him with a contented heart. Then I send to another man, between whom and the first is empty, and lay hands upon him, and feign to the other man that it is he who hath slandered him to the king and hath taken half of his good. And the people praise me. The king wondered at this, and at his wily dealing and clever contrivance, and made him controller of all his affairs and of his kingdom, and the land was placed under his governance. And he said to him, Take and people. One day the tither went out and saw an old man, a woodcutter, and with him wood. So he said to him, Pay a dirham tithe for thy load. Quoth the sheikh, Behold, thou killst me and killest my family. And quoth the tither, What, who killeth the folk? 
And the oldster answered, And thou let me enter the city, I shall there sell the lot for three dirhams, whereof I will give thee one, and buy with the other two silvers what will support my family. But an thou press me for the tide outside the city, the lot will sell but for one dirham, and thou wilt take it, and I shall abide without food, I and my family. Indeed thou and I in this circumstance are like unto David and Solomon, and the twain be the peace. How so? asked the tither, and the woodcutter answered, Do thou hear. The Story of David and Solomon Certain husbandmen once made complaint to David, on whom be the peace, against some sheep-owners whose flocks had come down upon their crops by night, and had devoured them, and he bade value the crops, and that the shepherds should make good the damage. But Solomon, on whom be the peace, rose and said, Nay, but let the sheep be delivered to the husbandmen, so they may take their milk and wool till they have recouped the value of their crops, then let the sheep return to their owners. Accordingly, David reversed his own decision and caused execute that of Solomon. Yet was David no oppressor, but Solomon's judgment with the jester, and he showed himself therein bitter verse in jurisprudence and holy law. When the tither heard the old man's speech, he felt truthful, and said to him, O Sheikh, I make thee a gift of that which is due from thee, and do thou cleave to me, and leave me not. So happily I may get of thee gain, which shall do away from me my wrongness, and guide me on the path of righteousness. So the old man followed him, and there met him another with a load of wood. Quoth the tither to him, Pay me that which thou owest me, and quoth he, Have patience with me till tomorrow, for I owe the hire of a house, and I will sell another load of fuel, and pay thee two days' tithe. But he refused him this, and the sheikh said to him, And thou constrain him unto this, thou wilt compel him quit thy country because he is a stranger here, and hath no domicile, and if he remove on account of one dirham, thou wilt forfeit of him three hundred and sixty dirhams a year. Thus wilt thou lose the mickle in keeping the little. Quoth the tither, Verily will I give him a dirham every month to the rent of his lodging. Then he went on, and presently there met him a third woodcutter, and he said to him, Pay thy due. But he said, I will pay thee a dirham when I enter the city, or take of me four danics now. Quoth the tither, I will not do it. But the sheikh said to him, Take of him the four danics presently, for it is easy to take and hard to give back. Exclaimed the tither, By Allah, it is good. And he arose and hied on, crying out at the top of his voice and saying, I have no power this day to do evil. Then he doffed his dress, and went forth wandering at a venture, repenting unto his lord. Nor, continued the wazir, is this story stranger than that of the robber who believed the woman, and sought refuge with Allah against falling in with her like, by reason of her cunning contrivance for herself. When the king heard this, he said to himself, since the tither repented in consequence of the woodcutter's warnings, it behoveth I leave the wazir in life so I may hear the story of the robber and the woman. And he bade Ar-Rahman return to his lodging. End of section 36